One of the more odd possibilities of our solar system is the idea that we may not know about all of the planets that exist within it. Once you get past a certain distance, it basically becomes a matter of luck to catch objects moving across the sky that are exceedingly dim. But there are some mysteries of the outer solar system that seem to hint that we may not know about all of the large planets in the solar system. The first hint is that our solar system is just plain weird. Based on exoplanet studies, we know that one of the most common types of planet in the galaxy are the super-Earths. These are planets obviously of greater mass than Earth, but aren't ice giants like Neptune or Uranus. That our solar system doesn't have one seems rather odd. But it simply may be that if it does exist, we just don't know about it because it has migrated out into the outer solar system. The second are hints like the Kuiper Cliff where there is a clearly marked change in objects in the outer solar system. One possibility to explain this is a Mars-sized object out there shepherding the cliff with its gravity. No other indication of the existence of this planet has been found, but perhaps even more tantalizing is Planet 9, which I have covered often here and over at Event Horizon. The evidence for the existence of Planet 9 is mounting, Seemingly every few months, objects perturbed by something in the outer solar system are found, hinting somewhat strongly at this point to the presence of a large planet in the outer solar system. What the nature of this planet is, is unknown. Brown and Batigan, the originators of the idea that Planet 9 could exist, have advanced the idea of a core of a giant planet that was tossed out of the solar system by Jupiter during the early days. Others have suggested a captured rogue planet perhaps captured from an entirely different star system altogether as it passed by. And there's always the option of an inner solar system super-Earth migrating outward in the early solar system, though the dynamics of this seem to be unlikely. But of the possibilities here, if there were an object in the outer solar system, an entire large planet, that is not of this solar system, then what would it be like? It could conceivably have formed anywhere in the galaxy and may have an isotope makeup very different from any of the native planets. It would be the ultimate in interstellar objects, offering us a way to explore a planet from another star system without ever leaving our own on a scale much greater than the interstellar objects we've seen so far. But finding Planet 9, should it exist, has been like looking for a needle in a haystack. With a very dim object at great distance moving in a long period orbit, it's difficult to work out just where to look. With technology, this task has gotten easier. During the discovery of Pluto in 1930, Clyde Tombaugh had to use what was known as a blink comparator to contrast two images of a small section of the night sky to look for movement. He nailed it and found Pluto, but did not see the host of Pluto-like Kuiper Belt objects that have been found since. But our advancing technology has allowed us to fly Tombaugh's ashes past the planet he discovered and beyond making him the first discoverer of a planet in history to visit the world he discovered. Now we have computers that can do much of the searching for us and eliminate spurious candidates and false returns. And we also have a mountain of past astronomical surveys in which to look for things like Planet 9. And now we have a development. But before we get to that, an exploration of the instrument that was used is in order. In 1983, a joint project of NASA the Netherlands and the United Kingdom, known as IRAS, or Infrared Astronomical Satellite, was launched. Looking in infrared, IRAS made many discoveries and collected a mountain of data that is still used today, and was a resounding success. And here's the kicker. 
A satellite back in 1983 may have spotted Planet 9. In a paper by Michael Rowan Robinson of Imperial College London, link below, he details a search made of the IRAS data for candidates of Planet 9. He found a number of them, but they were attributable to other things, such as galaxies or other astronomical sources looking specifically for a higher mass planet. Ultimately, no candidates for a higher mass planet were found, so he moved to looking for lower mass planets on the order of less than five Earth masses. Again, several hundred candidates were found, but with computer analysis, all were eliminated, except one, giving us our first candidate for Planet 9. Whether it actually is Planet 9 remains to be confirmed, and it's just as possible that it's not. But if it is, here's what's thought to be going on. The planet would be orbiting very distantly as expected, at a distance of about 225 AU with a margin of 15 AU either way. This is about 225 times the distance between Earth and the Sun. For comparison, Neptune is only about 30 AU out, so this object is really distant, but that gets close to the predicted distance of Planet 9. But not exactly. The predictions for the distance are between 300 and 380 AU, or possibly even much greater. This candidate is also smaller than predicted, estimated at between 3 and 5 Earth masses, making it essentially a super-Earth of some type. In comparison again, Neptune comes in at about 17 times more massive than Earth. So the next step is to confirm that the detection was real. A search of another survey did not show this candidate, so it's possible that IRAS saw a false image. The other problem is that the galaxy is very noisy in these wavelengths of infrared due to dust being warmed by stars and emitting an infrared. So all sorts of unidentifiable sources can appear that are really just bright spots in the filaments of dust in the galaxy. This is actually a problem across several areas of astronomy, and the dust clouds are so bad that they have been termed galactic cirrus, like the atmospheric clouds because of an analogous effect. These clouds can even interfere with visible light observations and be mistaken for something else. For example, there are a pair of galaxies that were once interpreted as interacting with each other, but it turns out it was an illusion caused by the dust in our own galaxy. This will complicate searches for Planet 9 in infrared, but the second thing that complicates it is that the detection is within the galactic plane so against a bunch of stars and infrared sources in their own right. But at the same time, the candidate gives a relatively straightforward position for where the object should be after moving in its orbit since IRAS saw it in 1983. This means that right now, no small number of astronomers are taking a look to see if they can verify whether this is Planet 9 or not. And even if it isn't, it's certainly worth a look. But as new survey telescopes like the LSST Vera Rubin Observatory come online, as well as the James Webb, which is an infrared telescope, it seems like that if Planet 9 is there, and this candidate isn't it, then it will be found sometime within the next few years. Thanks for listening, I am futurist and science fiction author John Michael Godier, currently concerned about captured alien planets lurking in the outer solar system. As if we didn't have enough on our hands with the planets actually from the solar system, we have to deal with wandering rogues setting up shop out there every time a star passes by. It's all very dubious, and be sure to check out my books at your favorite online book retailer and subscribe to my channels for regular, in-depth explorations into the interesting, weird, and unknown aspects of this amazing universe in which we live.